2: Greetings, happy Friday. Thanks for tuning in to the Steve Day Show podcast here today on Westwood One. That would be me. I am Steve Dace. Todd and Aaron are here standing by as well. And we would love it if you would join us. Steve at stevedace.com is the email address. The last name is spelled D-E-A-C-E. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Day Show. And yes, we will have your feedback that you've been sending us via Twitter, Facebook, and email here shortly. But first, we just wrapped up the television show today for CRTV, the Dace Group Roundtable. The week that was, let's give the audience, gentlemen, a little preview of what's coming up today. Todd, I'll start with you.
1: Well, I learned that there's a simple conclusion about this uh, Florida massacre and that the government at every level, federal and local in this case, was such an utter failure in protecting these kids that the logical, the logical conclusion isn't less guns it's more it's you holstered up because no one
2: else is there to prote- prote- protect you and you're on your own it's really a tough argument when we're, we have found out let me let me put it this way let me give those of you if you're a leftist gun grabber i'm not interested in engaging you i'm only interested in defeating you you're a statist agreed okay if you're, if you're a person who doesn't understand that gun culture has some legitimate concerns, complaints, criticisms, it, it, it is, you know, I was watching someone that I used to work with in local sports media who went to work at ESPN a few years ago, really talented, really, and a great guy, too. I mean, laugh out loud, funny, one of the most talented people I've ever met in our industry. And he was an anchor on Sports Center. and he he was one of the layoffs. And he goes out of his way not to be political, but because of the job he got at ESPN several years ago and he still lives in the Connecticut area, he's a hop, skip and a jump from Sandy Hook. You know, and... and I think we can all humanly understand why. If he doesn't really understand the gun culture or the it isn't necessarily into political advocacy or the origins of the Second Amendment and in American history, he wasn't necessarily taught that. What other reaction would you have to what happened in Broward County, Florida, other than somebody freaking do something? If you're one of those people, let me ask you this question. Help me to understand. I, I I agree with you that it is a worthy criticism you are asking of how can a young man who was known by the school district to be mentally disturbed in the same community legally purchase a firearm I agree that that's a legitimate criticism that those of us on the side of the second amendment better be able to ask similar to You know, if you have a tragedy in your family and in the aftermath of it, you want to know how could a loving God have allowed this to happen to you? Those of us in the faith community better be prepared to face that question. We're not saying we agree with your question. We're saying it's a legitimate one we better be prepared to face. Am I okay saying that? Yes. Yes. Okay. But I want you, please, if I'm willing to consider your skeptical question in good faith, consider what I'm about to ask you the same. And if this old friend of mine were here today, I'd ask him this question that I was just mentioning, who was on his Twitter account yesterday. When the FBI ignored warnings of what this guy was publicly saying in his social media accounts, when we find out today the police visited his home more than 50 times, help me to understand why you believe the solution is when our law enforcement and our federal agencies are warned in advance of a danger like this, why why you think we should therefore disarm more Americans in the face of such either a sick individual or just evildoer or maybe some of both. Because if we're willing to understand why those of you that don't see the issue quite our way or didn't uh, grew up in the East Coast or the West Coast and you weren't around guns and you don't really get the whole thing, okay. We get why you have some of these questions. Do you get why, though, those of us that didn't come from those communities might look at the failure of the FBI to act here, the failure of local law enforcement to act here, and say, uh, "No, you're not taking the concealed carry permit that I have, that I that my wife and I have away. No, you're not doing that. I mean, I can't trust the FBI or the. Co- you, you want me to disarm and, and trust and." and and I can't trust the FBI and the police to do something preemptively about an known threat. They didn't go to his house five times, six, seven times. Dozens of times. Why do you think the answer to that is, then restricting gun ownership help us, help us if we're willing to, to try and see your question the way you see it are you willing to see our question the way that we do in turn and that's how we can have therefore an honest conversation about this away from all the propaganda because I think there's a lot of Ameri- I don't think many Americans are just outright gun grabbers but I think a lot of statists are getting to hide among legitimate skeptics and I think we're helping to play into this on the right by just lumping everybody that doesn't see the issue the same way we do is automatically a gun-grabbing cuck statist. Well, that's not true either. There's a lot of people who are just heartbroken and legitimately want to know why it appears we're not doing anything about a repetitive tragedy that happens all too often in America. We can engage those people. And it's okay when engaging them. In fact, part of an engagement, it's a two-way street, Right? If if we get to if we have to sit here and take their skeptical questions then they get to answer some of the ones like the one I just asked they get to ask answer that one as well Aaron
0: yeah, we uh, we got into and that. That was uh, that was where I was going to go. We finally got into some of those good answers uh, today on the show. Some an- at least some answers for those skeptical questions from well-meaning people, um, kind hearted people, not just the gun grabbing status. So it's definitely worth uh, worth listening into and watching.
2: So if you want to watch today's Dace Group Roundtable, we get into the major stories of the past week. CRTV.com, promo code Dace, last name D-E-A-C-E. CRTV.com, promo code Dace, and you won't just get access to my show, uh, but uh, the show that uh, all the shows we put together each day here on CRTV, including the great one Mark Levin and more. CRTV.com, promo code Dace. All right, let's get to it. Some feedback Friday. I've got a couple of longer notes I've been saving here. That I thought we would it, we'd start off this week getting to them, just in case it it, it took too long to get through them. You know, I, typically if you send me an, an email that's like more than three or four paragraphs, I automatically delete it just because it gets so many that I I just can't I can't I'm sorry I, 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 the volume's too much. But if it if you get me in a couple paragraphs in, particularly if you're if you're if you're taking a dissenting viewpoint and it's well thought out, I'm more inclined to continue on at that point.
1: You better have a good lead and you might hook you, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, This is from Don Jacques. Who says I have been following your recent coverage of the real Haiti, and I feel profoundly compelled to reach out to you? I first visited Haiti three years ago. I was rocked to my core. Your words could have been my words as I was dragged to the more horrible places with my mission team to see firsthand suffering, and it broke me so much so I came three more came back three more times within the next twelve months. My return trips, however, focused entirely on or enti- entirely on, on the entirely different life in Haiti from a tourist perspective. I saw great beauty and hope in those next three trips. I saw and met Haitians that are not only proud of their culture, heritage, and country, but they are proud to call Haiti home. Initially, I found that puzzling as an American, but the more time I spent living among the locals and just interacting, the more I began to see there's far more to Haiti than the suffering and trash. Haiti won't get fixed by an onslaught of non-government agencies or fake government aid. Beauty does exist in Haiti if you only look. The media and the U.S. government have force-fed us into believing that Haiti is dangerous and filled with AIDS carrying kidnappers. They put travel warnings up. Even when I went to the health department to get my necessary shots to to go, the nurse cautioned me profoundly about going. They put the fear of God into me so much that upon boarding my first flight to Haiti I was terrified. I have learned much since then. I married a successful native Haitian in 2016. He has since immigrated here for the time being, but we are anxious to move back and build a home in Milo, which is in North Haiti at the base site of the Citadel. His sister Sister is the CNO of the hospital in Milo and is a visa-carrying Haitian. She goes on to talk about tourism in Haiti. Um, how she doesn't believe our government is dealing fairly with them. She says, stories like yours only further, meaning stories like mine about my experience with my mission trip there in 2014, stories like yours only further shore up the fears of why people refuse to come see this beautiful country and what she has to offer. I am grateful for what Conan O'Brien did. I've been shouting Haiti from the rooftop, if you will, for almost three years now, and I won't stop. I'm proud to be a Haitian wife, and I'm proud of Haiti. More people need to be encouraged to go and see Haiti for themselves. Please consider that in your thoughts in the future. I only mean to share with you what my eyes see and hope. Perhaps you can also see Haiti's beauty To Be blessed. Don. Um, I saw plenty of beauty in Haiti. Don, I I saw it in the same place you did. I saw it in the people there. Uh, I saw it in... A pastor um, who has forsaken every modern convenience you can imagine to serve a village in rural Haiti where some of the most adorable children I've ever laid eyes on lived, but we weren't allowed to pick up and hug for fear of disease. And he's devoted his life to serving these kids. And when Food for the Poor told him that. They were going to reward his service and stewardship to this community by putting a filtration system in, a water, a fresh water system in. Which, if you've ever been to a ravaged or, or uh, you know uh, third world country that struggles with disease, that's really the best antidote: is fresh water. Does it, now, it doesn't cure everything, but it certainly cuts down on the systemic spread of, of these agents. The look on his face as he broke down in 95 degree heat, this six foot three man sobbed like a child because he had seen the investment he had made in his local people was finally after all these years was going to pay off to watch him sit there in a language I don't know Creole and openly praise his maker and Savior like he was standing before the pearly gates themselves that's the beauty that I saw Um. It's only because many of the people in that country that I encountered touched my heart that I want the truth of of their suffering told. I don't want them to be agate prop for Conan O'Brien to who was who was who was calling Haiti just a couple of years ago by the way what was the term Aaron in that clip from his show we saw the other day
0: yeah Haiti was celebrating a birthday and he said now um now to celebrate uh, he said something to the effect now to celebrate Haiti why don't you go blow out that uh, burning pile of tires
2: yes he doesn't care about your country Don He's just a he's just a celebrity whose show he was once on network TV. I don't even know what network he's on now. Do you guys know he's on one of these cable networks? I don't know. There's a million of them. TBS, I believe. Is it? And it's, and it and it's a it's it's he's irrelevant except for his ability to use your husband's people to score cheap political points for some viral videos, but he doesn't care. Let's go next to Alex in Princeton, West Virginia, who's been asking me to read this email for weeks. I have put it off, though, and you'll recognize why when you see the topic. But I want to reward diligence. I'm in the mood to pay off some diligence today. Okay? I know the pot debate. Let me stop right there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding, Alex. This is where we're going? (laughs) I know the pot debate is not an important issue for you, but it tends to be for me because my experience is kind of like the abortion issue to you. This is a quote by Rousseau that I think applies to the debate. Rousseau was talking about slavery, but I think this applies to the addictive nature of drugs. This quote is part of the philosophical framework of why it's illegal to give ourselves as slaves or indentured servants. Now, people will say, but alcohol, and they could be right. However, how does it make sense to throw another detriment onto the ones that already exist when our society can't handle the current one? Since our movement is a difficult time understanding distinctions, I preemptively address the alcohol argument. Do we have the right to destroy our personal liberty and become a slave to a chemical? I think not. And our history and our laws should and have reflected that point. And he quotes Rousseau. Saying to say that a man gives himself gratuitously is to say what is absurd and inconceivable. Such an act is null and illegitimate from the mere fact that he who does it out of, is out of his own mind. To say that to say the same of a whole people is to suppose a people of madmen, and madness creates no right. Even if you do or don't agree, I would really appreciate it if you would read this on a Feedback Friday. Because I've heard not one good philosophical argument for my position. As I said, our movement can't handle distinctions, so they just agree on the surface argument of personal freedom for reasons I can't understand. Disclaimer, I do not agree with all of Rousseau's philosophy. My comment, good. <laughs> That's good. Um, but he was correct over Thomas Hobbes in this area. The reason I came across is that I took your advice after 2016 and I went back and studied America's foundations. So, number one, Alex, you were wise at the end of your email about the pot debate. To point out, you were only exploring this topic because you were following through on what I was urging our audience to do so you played to my own fear of hypocrisy, and it worked. so props to you. The reason I don't get into the pot debate is is twofold one um, I, I just I grew up around it a lot. my dad my stepdad that raised me was a pot dealer. I went on nickel and dime runs. It was an almost weekend occurrence as I was growing up and It didn't make him cooler. It didn't make him nicer, funner to be around. did the exact opposite. actually made him a bigger douchebag. But just as I've talked about this when it came to domestic violence, while personal experience gives you an awareness, it also may give you a bias at the same time. So I am hesitant to, in this case, you know, it's different in the abortion issue because a life... Abortion only ends a life. You see what I'm trying to say? There, there's not a counter argument. It, 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 it strictly is a killing. It's nothing else other than that. It, does, it accomplishes nothing other than a killing. Well, it's difficult for me because of my experience with marijuana to say to somebody who is suffering through some terrible nerve damage and is struggling to get through the day, my mom's been on a morphine drip for 20 years almost after um, a cyst was wrongly severed in her spine in a surgery when Amy and I were first married. She's gone from the 15-year-old girl who had me as a, as a girl and went back to school, got her GED, went to college, became a nurse, was self-sufficient, healing people in ERs two or three days out of the week. My, my wife's never known that mom of mine. My kids have never known that mom of mine. The mom of mine they know now is two or three days out of the week, she may not be able to leave the house because she can't get her pain under pain meds under control. It's hard for me to say to her, should doctors tell her the morphine's run its course, cannabis oil or something else is better. Hard for me to look at her because of my experience and say an alternative use of this substance should be verboten to you. It is easy and simple to do it on the abortion issue because abortion doesn't do anything other than end a life. Do you guys know what I'm trying to say? It doesn't alleviate any suffering. I know exactly it just creates saying. suffering. That's all that it does. The other reason I don't talk about it is my, my hard drive's full. I, I just, you know, I long for the day we have worked our way down the our rung of societal problems that we can now say, let's now slit each other's throats over over Mary Jane. I'm in, dude. So you mean we we shut down the abortion factories? We we redetermine what bathroom to use? We're we're not you know um, we're not in Aaron's great grandchildren aren't going to need to speak shy calm because they're the freaking landlords of America anymore. You know what I'm saying? I know. Radical Islam's out of our schools. We're not we're no longer debating whether we should have Sharia on college campuses. You, you know what? when we work our way down, I'm all for it. Finally, okay, let's remove spleens over this. I'm in. I I would love the luxury of caring. I don't. And maybe that makes me a bad person. And I prayed about it and I feel real good about where I'm at right now. I'm willing to, I'm willing to own that one. I I just, those of you that, you know, you're, you're driven by this one way or the other, God bless you. We all have different timings and convictions, but for me, I, I just, I've got other irons in the fire right now that I just can't get worked up about it. I'm sorry. But I'm not sorry. No, there, something to that Well, there's, of all the issues of
1: importance that we do spend time uh, fighting regularly, uh, I'm almost as a default. If somebody thrown in, uh, okay, we're, we're we're giving you this. Uh, give me pot. I wouldn't even bat an eye. Give them pot. What? How much? When do you want it? You know, it, it,
0: I I'll subsidize it for it. No.
1: Well, no. Well. <laughs> i'm not going to pay for it but in terms of the access um, when the
2: issue comes up it's like warren's cherry pie video after i ask myself when did john elway start doing hair metal i just it's an automatic reaction i flip the channel right i just i can't I, that's where i'm at the issue in this is the most i've thought about this issue probably since you have worked for me Tom, oh. is right now and me too thanks for that boss
1: <laughs> thanks for that gift on a Friday,
0: Aaron, you're a millennial, so this issue is your obsession. Go. Uh, good for you for having um, having some passion about this. Uh, it's okay. It's not our. I, anybody think in this room's passion um, uh, this issue? Uh, uh, we just don't. I don't want to speak for them, but you just heard them speak. I don't. So I don't think I'm saying anything that they didn't just already communicate in some form or another. Uh, we, we just don't care there's a lot more issues that are much more pressing than than marijuana is if you have a position on marijuana that you have backed up what you just did that's great but that's not that that's not a that's not a pressing matter
1: i mean the liberals the the leftists these days are regularly scheming how they can ignore the Constitution up to the point of taking away your kids. That's not hyperbolic. Uh, we just had an example of that that we talked on the show this week. So, yeah, do I pine a little bit uh, for the day when there were just some uh, loosey-goosey liberals, you know, enjoying the kind bud? And that I'd take it. I mean, I, I, you're right existentially that this – can ruin lives. And
2: props for, like, quoting and referencing Rousseau and Hobbes. Yeah. Dude, totally down with that level of, that's that's self-government right there, that level of homework. I'm mad props to you for that, Alex.
1: Absolutely. And when you talk about, you you know, the human person and what is sanity and and what is not, and by condoning this, uh, uh, you know, are we we doing evil so that good may come? I I get where you are on every single bit of it, um,
2: but there's just such bigger fish to fry i mean this is a sardine i mean the governor of colorado called me in and said steve what's your consultation on whether we should continue our lax marijuana laws i i would dovetail the conversation to um why are you asking me about marijuana when you're killing how many thousands of your own children in your state a year yeah i mean i i i just can't get outraged over everything because I got to leave some outrage also for my favorite sports teams, too. I got to be you human. Go. You know, I just, I just, I can't, you know. So, but those of you, you know, not everybody has the same penny and processor in the brain. Maybe you've got a hard drive man where you've got room for this issue and you can dig down into figuring out what Rousseau and Hobbes would think about it. God bless you. Uh, I'm an older model, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm like an iPad, too, but uh, I just, I can't do it, man.
1: And this has a lot to do, in my view, with the first letter you read regarding Haiti. Uh, If it's your personal calling... To go visit Haiti, it's it's a noble one. But in terms of a broader call to arms, we can we make the main thing the main thing. That's not a beautiful place. It's a cesspool. It's a cautionary tale. Which is not to say we don't care about the humans. We pray for them. We give them aid when possible. But that is fundamentally broken. Hey, the United States is fundamentally broken too. But I, I I'm uncomfortable with talking about Haiti as a beautiful uh, place. It's it's not. It's not remote. It's the worst place to live in the Western Hemisphere. And I don't think you'd want to look a child in the eye that lives there and say it's a beautiful place. Because they'd look at you like, what are you talking about, Willis?
2: Jesse writes, both you and Todd sold on my buy, sell, hold submission to Aaron last Wednesday regarding the government shutdown. Oh, it's again. this guy. Yeah,
0: tweeted me multiple times. That this is really stuck up in his craw. You know what
2: though? He's he he, des- he, he deserves gets, some. Yeah. Re- we got to recognize it's Diligence Friday.
1: Remember, right.
2: <laughs> it paid off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Notice to is- self, everybody: If you're insufferable, <laughs> apparently we're going to listen to you. Great. <laughs> Well, that's our show,
2: though, right? This, this 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 may not be the precedent I want to set. Can you may imagine what this inbox is going to look like next Friday? The I've airing of grievances. Jason have been convincing you you suck at this. Will you finally listen all these years? It's instead of truth be
1: told, it's going to be Festivus always, the airing of grievances.
2: He says, uh, This is the fastest. Both you and Todd have been proven wrong on the same prediction, while I have absolutely no evidence to support this claim. Based on our current political climate, that's completely irrelevant, and I will demand yeah. you hail to my submission nonetheless. Nice. And bestow upon me an autographed nefarious plot and or rules for Patriots book just because. I will have, however. I will settle for a shout out to my mom, Debbie, who turns 60 next month and is a loyal listener, CRTV subscriber, and along with my wife, the greatest woman I know. Appreciate everything you guys do. Keep up the good work, Jesse.
0: You know, at first I was really annoyed at Jesse. I think he was the one who was tweeting at me, but I, I'm mad respect now. He's trying to convert. Uh, his his uh, his buy sell hold suggestion into some monetary gain or some gain respect for, yeah
2: yeah yeah and he made the same he he did the same thing Alex in West Virginia did on marijuana like I I I was completely ignoring his email frankly and I got to the end he goes and by the way I know you don't like this topic but I only did what you tell us to do all the time I'm <laughs> like crap I gotta address it now so right C we- C so did the same thing you're like this guy has a total canoe. And then he's like, talks about his mom and his wife and he's a subscriber. Yeah. And then now you feel bad yeah. that you prejudge. Like yeah. maybe this guy's okay, and I'm the canoe here, right?
1: But what did we sell on that uh, a shutdown? This yeah, is... there
2: would be another government shutdown. We both said we and sold there was and said never. No. Like yeah, but, three. Hours. Okay. There was for like ten minutes.
1: As love in the middle of the night on a weekend. But we that were was, wrong. But we were wrong. That was. But we were as wrong. As a lover of moms, peace be upon you. But that was not a
2: shutdown. Come on. So man. mad props. Uh, to your mom Debbie who clearly Jesse raised a son uh, that she bestowed upon some tenacity uh, contact Aaron again because I want I just want you to bug him again all right bug him again give him your address and we will send you an autographed copy of rules for this Patriots. is Aaron at stevedays.com. this is a ticky
0: tack foul I protest but it's <laughs> a foul it's nonetheless com. what was that I'm sorry Aaron Go ahead. oh no Aaron at Steve all right
2: final thoughts Todd go
1: oh um, I despair <laughs> I well th- this th- I, I,
2: I, I despair I like how you just proclaimed <laughs> I that despair
0: start the music we're done
2: I despair we should change our podcast to that I despair <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just don't see room
1: after your column and the response to it as well as the leftist response to this shooting for progress on any fundamental issue let alone guns because here's the crux of the matter in this country we don't agree on any of the fundamentals the Venn diagram—it's just two circles that aren't. E- they're not. They don't. It's not that they just don't overlap. They aren't even touching. All right, there is a gigantic border in between them. We need some borders in other places. This is one we don't. Uh, we're as long as there are two versions of the truth that are as substantial as there are right now, and on any given day, both of those versions of the truth are broken, and the rest of us are just kind of like. Hanging out here in the corner, just like trying to pick our spot. Uh, that that the fact that the the silver lining of this is the fact that that shooting happened on Ash Wednesday. People, God's preaching; it's just up to us if we're listening. Aaron, I
0: think two things. One, remember who we're actually fighting here. We're not fighting human beings. We're called to love other human beings because um, we're sinners just like they are, and they're sinners just like we are. Don't don't judge human beings. Remember who the battle is against, and then picking and choosing your battles as well. That's, that's the second thing. Um choosing which what what the main thing is understanding what the main thing is every single day and every single week um, keeping that at the forefront of your mind and not allowing yourself to get uh, distracted those are two things that stood out to me this week final word from me is this breaking
2: news from nbc that just broke in the last hour again this is from nbc news so When we're critical, when they overlook certain facts that don't fit a preferred narrative, let's give them credit when they do their jobs. NBC News exclusive. FBI says, January 5th tip about the suspected Florida school shooter was received by the FBI's public access line, but, quote, protocols were not followed, unquote. To escalate the tip for further investigation. The tip included information about gun ownership and his potential of performing a school shooting. And they didn't follow through. That's our FBI, guys. Let's have a great weekend, everybody monday is president's day that's a company holiday around these parts here in conservative review so we will fully take advantage of that be back at it again on tuesday hug your babies over the weekend john 317
0: this is steve dace
2: i like you